Welcome to Tropes and Tantrums. I'm Amber. And I'm Danielle. We are just two moms, never without our kids or our Kindles. Welcome back to Tropes and Tantrums. It's time to wrap up our January. Oof, that was rough. (laughs) Wrap up our January. Why does that sound weird? Wrap up. Uh, welcome to the January <laughs> wrap episode. Yeah. For the month it's, of January. We've literally been talking for an hour. So oh, gosh. if you're just joining us, there's a whole episode in which we never got to talk about books the whole time. The whole time. Which is fine. I mean, we're it's here. okay. It was great. It was a great episode. We're thriving. Yep. Three. <laughs> words are hard. Words oh, are my gosh. We have not, we've been out of the game for a minute, clearly. Clearly. Embarrassing. Okay. Um, Okay. You ready to wrap up our books? Let's wrap them up. We hope you had a great reading month, whether you read one book or 15 to 20 plus, but I don't care how many you read. You read a book? Good. Congratulations. You're You're a winner. You're here. And we hope that you walk away from this episode with book recommendations. We do. Or books not to read also. Or like books to take off your TBR. Yeah. There you (laughs) go. Like maybe you have better opinion than we have, but you know, who knows? We're cool. Do you want to start? Sure. So I read 12 books for the month of January. Insane. Good job. Um, if you know me, there's a reason why um, I try to pad some of my months with more books because I know there's inevitable um, slumps coming. There always is for me. And so if I pad certain months where I know I'm getting a lot of reading done, then I feel a lot better in the months where I get like five books, which is still a lot of books, but it's totally fine. So like I said, I read 12 books for the month of January. Um, I had four, five stars, four, five stars, I think. It was a really, it was actually a pretty solid month. I think I averaged at like 4.4 stars for the month, um, which we love to see in January because it was a long month, but we did want to... um, knock out some books so my favorite book for the month of january was uh julie soto's forget me not um which had been on my tbr for a hot hot minute um basically it's about a wedding planner and a florist um who had it's a second chance romance um and they basically have to work together on this wedding um but then they're also, you're getting the present chapters from her POV and you're getting the past chapters from his POV, which I really loved. And then obviously they converge um, at the end because you're trying to figure out why they like split up through his POV. But then you're also seeing them like basically as enemies to lovers in the present POV, which I loved. Um, it was just, a, it was a great time. It was a great, great read. So um, if that's been on your TBR, absolutely recommend um i also um like i said i had two other three other um five stars for the month um one of them was the nightingale by Kristen Hanna, which was also on my tbr my mother-in-law read that and she said it was it was amazing so i have her copy she was like here read it it was so i can't wait to read it so good so good um kept me interested the whole book which sometimes okay so like I love historical romances in the TJR world, minus Malvarizing, if you know, you know. Ugh, um, terrible But book. I'm not a historical romance girly. Um, if they just don't, I don't know. They're just not my vibe most of the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I had heard amazing things that 
most people consider The Nightingale one of their most favorite books of all time. Um, absolutely loved it. Totally understand why. Um, it feels very daunting because it's a very thick book. I oh, have yeah. it like, it's the second book. It's very thick. Um, flew through it. It was so, so good. Um, and you get dual POV, um, past and present. It just has all the things. It was so good. Um, like I said, easy five-star read for me. Um, then the other two books that were my other five-star is because I ventured into Throne of Glass. Um, so if you know, I'm on my Sarah J. Mass journey. <laughs> um, started with Akatar because everybody on planet Earth says you're supposed to start with Akatar if you're jumping into the Sarah J. Mass universe. Yeah. Um, Akatar is currently five books. It's an unfinished series that you don't know when the next book's coming out. So it's like kind of like whatever at this point. Um, do not recommend starting with Akatar. I don't. I will be the one to tell you otherwise. And it's funny because a lot of the people I've talked to who are on their Sarah J. Mass journeys as well that I've met through Bookstagram or Book Talk or whatever, um, all we're all very disillusioned. And I don't because everybody says to start with Akatar because Akatar is amazing and like it'll change your whole life. And then we all are now reading Throne of Glass and we're like, you had a very opposite, opposite. Uh, reaction to like you wish you would have started with Throne of Glass. Well, that was what I was going to say. Yeah. Is most people are like, I love Throne of Glass so much more than Akatar, and that's yeah. what most people are saying. And I'm like, why are we perpetuating this myth that we need to start with Akatar because we can't understand fantasy when literally Sarah J. Mass wrote Throne of Glass at 16 years old. So, like, if you can't understand a 16 year old perspective of a book, I'm like really questioning whether fantasies even the right for you because I did not find it hard to understand at all. I really didn't. The hardest part to understand is this elusive reading order that everybody (laughs) talks about. I think she just made it. No, she did. Okay. She did because I'm about to touch on that about why people. No, you're good. (laughs) Um, Because people are like, oh, you're supposed to read book three here and book. Literally. I'm so glad she came out and said, this is how it's supposed to be read. She published it in the order that it was supposed to be read. And everyone will say, because there's a novella, this um, Assassin's Blade, it's one of the ones in there. Um, It's five novellas that are the prequel to Throne of Glass, which is the first book. She published it third. People think that you need to read it because it is the prequel first. For like the highest emotional impact. Because there's things that she alludes to in the other books. I am here to tell you they are wrong. And here's the thing. Fight me on it. I don't care. She literally came out and said, this is the way to read it. You read Assassin's Blade. You read Crown of Midnight's. And then you read um, the Assassin's Blade. Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight's, Assassin's Blade. And then you read Air of Fire, which is where I'm at right now. Read it in publishing order because that's what she's telling you to do. If she's te- if the author is telling you to read it one way and some Joe Schmo on TikTok is telling you to read it another way, that's great. You want to listen to Joe Schmo's on TikTok? Perfect. They have a lot of great information sometimes. I am telling you, I did not read it a different way, but everyone else that I've, you know, talked to who has read it the way that I've read it, they love it. And they think it's great. And they but then there's the people who say, Well, if I wouldn't have read Assassin's Blade, I don't feel like I would have gotten in the story false throne of glass is so good standalone i think i rated it i think i rated it four and a half stars 
And I'm not, I I keep saying I'm not a fantasy girl. I am now you, a fantasy girl. So I need to stop saying that. In 2024, I can't say it anymore because I've now read like, uh, like more than half of uh, Sarah J. Mass's books at this point. But Throne of Glass was so good. And it was such a good introduction to her as a character that I fell in love with. I will die on the hill that she is so much better than Feyre as a female main character. Um, Cause I thought she was really, I thought Feyre was really whiny and annoying for pretty much the majority of the Akatar series. Um, I have not read the fifth book because it's just really daunting. And I just like really have no, des- <laughs> no desire at this point to read a book that like people are kind of like meh about and yeah. it's the spiciest of the five Akatar books but like I'm not reading Akatar for spice like it's just like if I'm gonna read a book for spice it's not gonna be it's not gonna be in the <laughs> Akatar series like I'm sorry if that's you like I don't like spice with like fairies like it's cool like if that's like your vibe that's totally your vibe this is like those are the books for you but like if I'm gonna read spice like I want it to be like with real people like I'm sorry like I maybe I'm like on some like <laughs> different level of like if I'm gonna read spice I like want it to be like real um but I really enjoyed have re- enjoyed throne of glass and I read rated um crown of midnights and um assassin's blade both five stars um really solid i'm enjoying the series the i'm currently in what is the third is it the third book fourth but i don't know because technically they rank assassin's blade as like 0.5 because it's the pre yeah. but i'm reading the fourth throne of glass book that i'm currently reading which is air of fire is it the most complex that i've read so far Yes, but it's because there's you've you're now moving out of the world that you've known for all of these for now two books into another world and you're meeting more characters. So there's just there's world building. You're in fantasy. That's what you have to come to expect yeah. in fantasy is that there's just world building. And is it complicated? Yes, but is it like that complicated? No, and it's much easier to read than A Court of Wings and Ruin, which took me like three months to get through because it was just so, it's just so thick and heavy. And I'm really feeling the heavy FOMO right now because everyone's reading Crescent City. Um, I have a friend who's finished it already. And Kristen's reading it right now. Kristen's reading it. I have a friend that's already finished it. I am feeling the FOMO because I didn't, I have not read any of the Crescent City because I was told that I could not read Crescent City until I finished the other books because of this, um, I don't even know what to call it. Like the way the fantasy girlies, I, I wouldn't even say the fantasy girl. The Sarah J. Mass girlies are such bullies <laughs> in making you feel like you can't enjoy these books because yeah. you have to read them a certain way. And it's like, just can read. we not? Just read Can them. we not make reading like this like, is super exclusive like way to like live your life no just read the freaking books that i did see that if you're going to read the third crescent city book obviously you want to read the first the first two um but the third one you really want to have read the other sarah j mass books because there are different easter eggs and things that you wouldn't understand in the third book so i'm keeping on my throne of glass journey i'm my goal to finishing throne of glass is by march that's my goal um i will i'm like i said i'm on the technical fourth book of the series but i do plan on I do plan on the tandem read. That is that is the goal. Amber sent me a TikTok where the it's someone already 
organized it on your Kindle into the way that it's supposed to be read, which is a godsend. So if you're in that journey, please message and I will send you the video as well so that you can feel that way. It's like, so overall, January was a really solid reading month. Like I said, really trying to knock out the um, Throne of Glass series. Um, and that's kind of just the goal. I'm sprinkling in other books to kind of surround because there there's still it's still a lot of information it's still yeah. fantasy it's still a lot there's here's the thing romance is absolutely 150,000 percent a subplot in throne of glass so if you're going to throne of glass like looking for like some like heavy romance and spice you're not getting it um she was 16 come on she guys. Was 16 y'all and he, yeah i mean she looks very like i was like how old is she she's very young um in all these interviews that she's been doing but um yeah, so that's where I'm at in my journey. Completely different than Amber's. So you're getting a lot. You're just getting a lot of perspectives on different books here, which is which is really lovely. Um, so I am hoping to hit Crescent City by April. That is my that is my goal. Could be earlier um, if I decide to get my like butt in gear and just knock them out. But it's just they're just it's a lot of information to yeah. just process in like because it's not like oh I'm just like reading like fluffy rom coms that I can like just like binge in like two days it's like it's actually i have to like actually think about the things because yeah. her whole book and like i should be really good at easter eggs at this point because as a taylor fan one <laughs> looks for clues in literally everything. everything um but yeah so here's here's hoping for a solid another solid month in february i'm already at i don't know seven books Eight, eight books well you're reading those novellas well i already finished the novellas we'll d we'll discuss those at the end we're going to because it is february and i do want you if you would like to read them for me to give you a solid <laughs> we, we'll do we'll do that because okay you're gonna want to okay all right so i read nine <laughs> books dnf'd one um dnf'd one that caused me to never pick it up yeah we'll get we'll get into that one that'll be next that next episode we'll get into we'll get it into it um so that was nine books uh five arcs one dnf um so i have nine books out of 130 so far for 2024 and my average rating was 4.2 stars also i think we're missing one of the books on your um on you instagram yeah, you I are. was looking. I was like, no, um, no, I don't think you are. I, you misnumbered. No, I didn't misnumber. I went and counted. Well, we're gonna revisit it because we'll revisit. Oh, also, just so you know, if you're following along on Instagram, or if you're not, um, that we're at Tropes and Tantrum on Instagram, so you should follow us because we're and follow us on YouTube since you're watching. Yes, we're um keeping in real time the books that we're actually reading, so that you do not have to wait. Um, until the end of the month, we really love when you get to hear all of our unfiltered thoughts, but, um, you're getting to, um, hear, see them in per like in real time, like what we're reading books and what we're reading and all the things. So yes. follow us, please. Okay. So obviously my favorite book, one of my favorite books was Her Beast by Mandy Muse. Oh, yes. Cause I did read that because last time we were here. She I had just, just started opened the, it. She had just, just opened the dedication. It. And I was already in tears. Um, so we'll talk about her beast in our arc segment because it was an arc. But it was one of my reads, my favorites. I actually had a lot of, like, I actually enjoyed all of my books this month. Except for the one, obviously, I DNF'd. DNF'd um, and then one of the biggest letdowns this month <clears> was <throat> The Predator by Runex. 
Which you really wanted to love. I truly, truly wanted to love. So this book was picked for book club. and For you. Wasn't it that wasn't. The, it wasn't it, it was the girl who was picking the books. Was she's also a dark romance reader? Oh, okay. So and so she picked the books. Then we all voted. Okay. But I had high expectations. Mm-hmm. It was a letdown. Yeah. We talked about it in book club. Whatever. There's a few girls that have already read book two, and they're like, "Well, if you want to fit, know what happens." Like I would read it, and I was like, "Not right Is now. it the same? way like all the and they're like yeah and i was like mm, I'll, I'll think about it that's kind of where i'm still at with it is i'll think about and it's it a not right now kind of thing yeah it books. could it could it could get there yeah well, you never know um i want to talk about uh sticks and stones this is another book club read um i have not this okay so sticks and stones by s massery and sj silvis um it's a college hockey romance and it's very dark. Obviously. Oh, I wouldn't say very dark, but it is dark. Also, how would obviously? What do you mean? Like, how would, like, you're like, oh, well, obviously. Like, it's very dark. But, like, how would someone know just based on the title? I mean, if no, you looked at the well, cover, it's very If you looked very, at the cover, if you dark. read the, like, the synopsis, or you know the authors. So these were two new authors to me. They they co-wrote the book. Um, one of them does write, like, dark Romance. Well, when there's only an initial, I know it's dark. So I don't, <laughs> I don't ever question when it's an initial. It, what kind of book it's going to be? It's not for me, but that's okay. But I have, I will say that I have not fallen in love with a college hockey romance since Briar, <laughs> since off campus, and. Briar's not dark. Just no, so we're no, no, no. If you read El Kennedy, <laughs> you know it's not dark, but. I have, like, there's just something about this call. Like, I, it, like, took me in, like, off campus did. And I was just like, yeah, I need more of this. And we the next this. book comes out in 2020, this year. So, oh, we're, I thought like, you were going to say like, 2025. I was like, no, no, no this year. So, we're, like, very, ex- I'm very excited about it. Because, um, obviously, I read, like, uh, professional hockey romances yeah. and stuff like that. And those are great. But. There's something about this college that I just, like, I'm really enjoying. Um, but then there was also a motorcycle club book that I really loved, um, A Love Like Venom by Annalie Janicola. I read this as an arc. I gave it five stars. Um, check your trigger warnings for that one, too. But we'll, I'll get in more into that <laughs> for the arc segment. But those are some of my favorites that I read this month. And then the book I DNF'd was, um, unfortunately, it was Ricochet. <laughs> by um krista and becca Ritchie. yeah i just which, which i'm i'm it's very unfortunate for me and we'll, we'll get into it in the recap because we're gonna i'm gonna talk about it a little bit but that was an unfortunate dnf for me but uh do you, i'm just gonna jump into the arcs do well, you have any arcs no but what i was going to say okay. is speaking of books that suck um swear on this life by renee carlino um, I forgot that it was in January because I really have mentally blocked it out because it was one of the most whiplash-inducing books of my entire existence on planet Earth. Um, is that stu- is that stupid book that I was oh, yeah, giving yeah, you yeah. the voice memo updates? Um, if it has been on your TBR because everybody tells you it's like beautiful and like all these things, um, it is not. It is absolutely <laughs> insane. Um, I don't know who is. All these people are like, oh my god, it's like the best one of the best romance ever. 
No, I don't know what yes, they yes, were yes. reading. No, it's clicking in my it's brain. It's like now. you're remembering because it's it, honestly January was such a long month, and I read it literally the first week of January. You so did. it's literally I had to literally I had to pick up another book like this because I was like I cannot let this book slump me because this is <laughs> not this does not deserve that. Um, it was an absolute shit show of a book, and I don't know why I've had it on my TBR physical TBR physical, physical copy TBR, yeah. since. December of 2022. Yes. December of 2022? Or December? No. December of 2021. I've had this book on a physical TBR. Literally bought it when we were in Flagstaff on a trip. And I was like, oh my God, everybody raves about this author and they all say this book is amazing. No, they're lying. I'm telling you the absolute God's honest truth. Do not waste your time. Because I read another Renee Carlino book um, last year which was before we were strangers, um, which also is highly raved about. Also very mediocre book. So I just think that her style is not for me. I think that there's just a lot of things. I just need to. Well, even I didn't read the book, but even like the voice memos that you were saying, <laughs> sending to me. Also, I want to have a comment about this too. Um, it was very whiplash. And like you wouldn't even, you weren't even like, you were just like, this is what's happening. You would give me a little bit of the plot and I'd be like, wait what it could have been and i would be like i just had a whiplash what are you talking about it could have been three books like literally and it was just the whole plot of the book was just really chaotic and like i said i read her it just wasn't for you and also i think she writes characters that i don't like because in before we were strangers which i read last year um everyone raves about it they all say it's amazing and i couldn't stand the characters i couldn't stand them as people i thought there was no character development whatsoever which is important to you which is really important because i'm a character girly i would and this is this is a bold statement i would take a character driven book with a shitty plot any day of the week and that is why and like and again this is very bold i love magnolia parks till i die magnolia parks is it's all character there the plot is basically like it doesn't it's like not that it doesn't exist because obviously the plot moves the magnolia park series along yeah but it is definitely secondary to the characters themselves and you have to love the characters to love magnolia parks and i think that's why it's such a hit or miss for people is because people are not like super attached to these characters like i would die for these the like it just is just amazing. I don't know how I'm going to survive when the fifth book comes out because it's the literal last book that they're writing that she's writing about um, the two and main that's characters. That's very soon, and I'm still tagging her like crazy. I'm like, can you please just send me an arc? I see all these people with arcs. Please send me. Like, I will die for this arc. And even though literally it comes out in two weeks, but like I just that of course it's a week of competition too. So like mentally, I'm going to just be like you're a mess. I'm in all over the place. But like I said. This book sucked. And I hate saying that about books, but genuinely, like, it's just, like, it just wasn't for me. And maybe it'll be for you, but it probably won't be because I, re- I gave Amber the synopsis and there's not a chance that she or anyone in my book club would read this book because it was so insane. No. But my comment about our voice notes, <laughs> I don't know about you, <laughs> but when I get a notification that I have a voice note from you, I like I get cozy. No, literally, I get cozy. I can't listen like unless like I have to be I, fully ready. Yes, for it. I'm like, like oh, I this see is it, the way like, I'm in the middle of an email or I'm in the middle of doing this or I'm or there's in the middle, kids. I'm, yep, no. I'm like, oh, this gotta wait because it's gonna be good. It's and gotta wait. <laughs> let me just tell you, I get cozy. I'm I like, am. I lock in. I am a voice memo girl. Oh, till you I have die. created me one and. 
I don't think, and here's the thing, I've done that to so many people because they just, like, nobody understands, like, the power of a great voice memo, especially one for me because they're, like, literally the Do most you, chaotic I have a question things. for you. Do you ever, like, go to, like, do your voice note and you're you like mess up or your brain's moving faster than your mouth and you go ask her they'll understand yeah always there's <laughs> some that restart. i there's some there's some that i restart but you wouldn't know that i restart no um but there's some that i do restart thank god for the unsend feature at this point because sometimes <laughs> i like go to send i'm like oh my god that was really that was, was like, unhinged <laughs> um here's the thing i do have a limit though because i cannot send them more than like two minutes is kind of like my max if it's going over two minutes then i have to send another one um or just a call or i'm gonna call yeah yeah yeah. because i've seen people who send like five like five six minutes and i'm like not because then i'm gonna start i'm gonna have to start taking notes in how i'm gonna (laughs) reply and i feel like it's you have to everything has to be on this like a very similar topic or like in the same story vein then um you like because you can't jump around a lot in a voice memo because it just gets too much and like you said then it's time for a call and it's then it's we got it well and then and for us and then it's our kids jumping in oh who are you talking to oh and it's like no one's there because we don't make phone calls we facetime we only facetime and then it becomes group facetimes in which because then, then the we kids have, have to see the kids, kids and where are the kids and then then, you're, then you have to walk around the house you gotta yeah. find them where you gotta call them it's like just it's like a whole thing it's a lot so amber and i try to we try our best to stay on voice we notes. try to circumvent that as a thing but yeah no i was literally voice memoing amber amber the entire plot of this book as it was happening yeah and it was actually happening in the way that i was sharing it which no literally was it was horrible you voice noted me yesterday and i did i shit did i really yeah it was like 56 seconds i don't remember what it was now well you're like i'm trying to remember who knows this is this is my life is i like voice memo because it's like too much to say in one like text message and i'm like it's just so much easier but there are people that literally have told me they don't want my voice memos I, I love them. I will never stop sending you. Literally, unless someone says, I hate receiving voice memos, you will receive voice memos from me. Please Ex- send me more. No, I will always. But I got cozy on my couch. My sister was over while Alex was changing her oil in her car. Yeah. We all, I got cozy. I was like, oh, here's Dan. I got a voice memo from Danielle. Buckle in. <laughs> and I was like, oh, 56 seconds. I actually was disappointed. I know, because it was short. It was short. Sure, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. It was something quick was it book related it had to be i think it was book related let me look um and i always keep the voice memos like oh i yeah. don't i will never go back and listen to it oh you were gonna share something on the pod oh, oh it was the novellas you are gonna share it about the pod oh okay okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Was, oh because, because then i the sent name. this picture then i sent this picture and you're like you're dumb yeah like you're so stupid like for thinking that um yeah so we will we will cover those but um yeah. Do you want to pop into your? Yeah, arcs? my quick arc segment. I'm not. Okay. Again, I'm not gonna go over all of it. I'm just gonna give you the title where I got it oh, from. Really quick before you start. Um. So since Amber explained that <laughs> Ricochet was a DNF, she told me it was a DNF. So I was like, that's a do not start for me. If she's gonna DNF, I and like here's the thing, and we kind of like we're like, let me have you sign up on this. Um, so if you are going into next week's episode expecting that we are going to talk about Ricochet, I don't know if anyone is. Um, we are not we are going not. to be talking Sorry. about Ricochet. I'm I, so and if you if you read it and you loved it, I'm so happy for you. 
it may be something I come back to at some point, but um, well, <laughs> so I was like, I'm DNFing. I genuinely, and I'll say this again for the next week's episode, but like, I was just bored. I wasn't excited. And I've heard that I they're not everyone's favorite couple in the... But see, I love them in, a, in Addicted to You. No, I did too. But I've heard that people don't... Their favorite book of them is their third book and not their second. Okay. So well, that's what I'm, people say. I'm saying I didn't get very far in. No. Either. I I told... Amber and I made the executive decision because she asked me if I'm not reading it because of her. But I, but yeah, because I texted you and said, I'm, I I can't do this. I'm DNFing. And you said petition to change the book book to what it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, What, what we're going to talk about. Cause there's, there will still be an episode. We're just talking about something different. Um, Which actually might appeal to more people. It might actually. It could. It because po- we actually, actually. Yes. And this might be the first episode that. We don't agree. <laughs> that we don't agree. And. Well. You'll be. I think you might be surprised. You'll get some. You're going to get some differing opinions. Because almost every. No. I would say every book we've read. We've basically rated it the exact same. So. And felt the same is, way. Which is shocking. Um. So. Yeah. Um, but. I. Uh, she was like, petition to change the book. And I was like, I will only sign this petition if you can answer this question. Are you not reading it because I DNF'd? Because if you're going to read it, read it and we can talk about it on the pod. Or is your choice like, I'm never going to pick this book up. And she yeah. was like, I don't think I'm going to pick this book up now. And I said, okay, then let's move on. I'll sign I the mean, petition. I mean, I only read five of the eight books I had on my like actual physical TV, not my physical TBR, but like I only read yeah. five of the books on my TBR and that was obviously on my TBR, but it was not one of the books I read obviously. And that's fine. I'm like solid with it. It's been on my, it's been on my TBR for 900 years anyway. So like, what does it matter if it just chills for a little bit longer? I mean, I'm okay letting this series go. In no, my opinion, I'm okay letting the series I, go. I have other okay series that are more important to me to get through than this. Because if it's taken me this long to get to the second book in a series, I really am struggling I with. think, honestly, and this is a me problem because I space things out too far. But if I would have, like, read Addicted to You and then immediately picked up uh-huh. Ricochet, I think I would have felt different, I, to be 100%. honest. 100%. But from when I read Ricochet yeah. at the beginning of last year... And that's also when I read it. To now, yeah. my reading has changed so much in I within com- a year. I completely agree with you. And we have differing reading styles. I'm a mood reader. But I do believe that had I read it right afterwards, I would have been I would have continued. I think I would have been more engulfed in what was going on. Because people rave about the series. They really do. Yeah. And I'm not honestly. nothing nothing against the series altogether. Um because it is a completed series. So if it is something that you're like, I only read completed series, that's it's complete. So yeah. It's a really solid pick. And I would Diver- start and go right straight through. And go straight through, yeah. But for me I'm not <clears throat> I don't read sh- like I can't that's not for me. No, I can't either. And I think it's also because I read incomplete. <laughs> I think it's because I read incomplete series as well because I'm a dumbass. Well, that and no, you're not a dumbass. It just, that's sometimes that you pick up a book and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. This well, is. I'm also a mood reader to, to yeah. my core. And that's, it's a very different way to read. If you but I, my fear is always if I have like even a completed series or a not completed series, my thing is just like, what if I start to hate the writing? What if I start to hate the characters because I'm reading it too much in a row? Amber's, Amber's 
Amber, I want to love it. Amber's more serious about these things. The one thing is I don't read them because I don't want series to end. And that's my problem is is I can't. And that's why I waited so long. The only series I read back to back was the Ravenhood series. Which I can't. It, that, and and I'm, I'm so glad I did. But that's one of the reasons I haven't fully dived in yet. Because I cannot. I don't have the capacity at this moment in my life. Not my life. In like the year. To read a series back to back like that. Like I just. I don't have it. My mother-in-law read the Ravenhood series. Did she? Yeah. So she, she, she accidents, accidentally picked up that one rainy day. Oh, and you were like... And she was like, I'm missing something here. So she did some research and then she went back and started reading Flock. And then I saw her and she was like, oh, I'm reading... She had like the Nightingale out for me or whatever. And she's like, oh, I was like, so what are you reading now? She's like, oh, I'm reading The Finish Line by uh, Kate Stewart. And I'm... So I was like, really? And she's like, yeah. I was like, thoughts? Because it's one of my favorites um and she's like i don't know i'm not really like into this book and i was like finish it you won't regret it finish it because it's third one Mm -hmm. yeah i was like finish it you won't regret it and then she texted me like the next day she's like i'm so glad and i said some other things to her but about the book and um she was like i'm so glad that i listened to you and like didn't give up and like finish it and she's like now i'm gonna go read she's she said eventually i'll start reading um the last rainy day but you gotta read it i'm going to i, I just i think you need to prepare yourself for possibly a slump and po- an but emotional that's breakdown why i knew i pulled flock off my tbr for this month because i knew i was go- i was heading into a time where it's just not it's just not gonna be good for me when i have to pick up that last magnolia parks book and everyone's rating it like infinity stars and like i like I'm so sickeningly attached to these characters yeah. that I know I'm going to, like, want to just fall over and, like, roll off my bed and, like, yeah. look at the ground. Like, <laughs> um, I just, like, and I know that that's going to happen. I yeah. just, like, can't, like, handle, like, more emotional You'll know damage. when the time is right. Or no, maybe you'll never pick it up. Well, I think I will pick it up because I really did enjoy, because I got 16% into the first book, but literally it's like nothing just wait till you get chapter 25 well literally it was like i think it was like chapter five like i got like nowhere into no, it but i'm just saying wait till you get to chapter 25 you're like make a note of that <laughs> you'll know no but it's the same the way. listeners know and if they've read it but i also definitely want to finish throne of glass before and i have to no finish what you've been and working I on to, because you've been working really hard well at it. and i have to i only have two throne of glass books on my tbr for february which is the one i'm reading right now and then queen of shadows Mm -hmm. um and then i get into the tandem and i i can't in good faith put the tandem on my tbr for february i just physically cannot do it like i know that like the chances of me getting there in february are very slim so it's gonna be a march situation but the good news is is once you finish the tandem read then you just have the last book which means perfect which i I, that's why i've spaced it the way i have i was like okay if i could knock out three books in january the two books in february and then the the tandem and the final book in um march I'll be solid to then start Crescent City in April, which is really great. Perfect. There's a lot of planning for me and my mood reader self. I love that for you. I know. Love okay. that. So okay. Arcs. Arc segment. 
I uh, started out with Lies Like Rubies Part 2 uh, by Poppy jo- Jacobson. Um, I got it from the author's agency. It is available on Kindle Unlimited. I did read Part 1 um, back in December of yes. last year, and I rated it four stars. Um, so this is the Savage Jewels duet. So this is book two. The tropes are dark romance, why choose mafia romance, possessive alpha hole, um, kinky golden retriever, brother's best friend, everybody loves everyone, and morally gray, multiple point of view, and trigger warnings. So check those trigger warnings. What does everybody before- loves everybody? What does that mean? Everybody loves everybody. So everybody, literally exactly what it's like. Yes. That's wild. I just, I cannot. These, <laughs> some of these things, these these like tropes, I'm like, what does that mean? And then like, and then sometimes I don't even like go back. I'm just like, I'm not even going to say anything. With that one, I had never heard before. So I just needed to address um, that it was exactly what I thought it was. I mean, that's what the author put on her stuff was everyone. Everyone loves everyone. Um. If you get through this book and you get the, if you, you know, sign up for the newsletter and you get like the extent, <laughs> like the bonus epilogue, you'll know why. Um, I gave this one 4.5 stars, five chili peppers, and my quote, oh, oh yeah, um, <laughs> my quote is, you belong to me, you're a weapon in my hand, and I intend to use you to burn the city to the effing ground. These are so good. Also, the five chili peppers. Well, I had a lot of five chili peppers this, oh this my month. <laughs> I had zero five chili peppers this month. Um, I'm, yeah, nope. Can't think of any five chili. I haven't read a five. Well, I read a five chili peppers when I. There were some five chili peppers. Just not this month. <laughs> not this month. It was not a five chili pepper. Okay, my next arc was Enchanted Ventures by A.K. Landau. I am a part of her arc team, so she sends me the book. Um, this is also available on KU. This is the last book in the Bells of Broad Street series, so it is complete. Um, it is internet interconnected standalones, but personally, I recommend that you read them in order. That's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. The tropes in this book are modern fairy tale retelling, possessive billionaire, fake dating, shared bed, single dad, praise kink, underground fighting, uh, second chance later in life, stillophilia, raunch calm, and dual point of view. Any questions? No. Okay. I have no questions. Are you sure? Yes, because that's like, I mean, you've already talked about the series, so I'm, okay. I'm more familiar okay. with these things. Um, I will, honestly, I'll never, <clears throat> cherries, I will never look at them, think about them ever the same. It's, I don't like cherries. So it's fine. <laughs> so you're, good. Fine. you're good with that one, I'm huh? good because I don't like cherries. <laughs> um, 4.5 stars, 5, uh, Chili peppers. Five chili peppers. And the quote I picked was, I've never felt more cherished than I do right now. I've spent 44 years dreaming of the way love is supposed to look, but it's never been a reality until now. I feel like I'm living in a storybook. Because it's a modern fairy tale retelling. Mm -hmm. I do love a modern fairy tale retelling. I honestly, I believe that when you are done with your little journey over there that you've got going on, if you pick up an A.K. Landau book, you will never put it down. I mean, I I probably would. I probably would. You I, you would really like these books. 
you know I'm just it's sometimes the spice is just too much for me I think you'd actually really enjoy it. All right. All right. It's it'll it'll come on my journey. My it'll be in my 33 journey. After I turn 33, then we're going to start to venture into new new things. I w- I'll get you started. Okay. 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 So then I really want to read the dedication of this book because I've been talking about it. Oh now. my gosh. Oh, that's crispy. So it's right here. Just look how pretty stunning. they are. They're stunning, but I was just going to say they're so beautiful. Even on the inside they're pretty. Like, made the muse. Like, honestly, the book design. I Just, don't know how. I don't know how much you had in the design of these books, like, but they're how stunning. Oh, I wish you guys could see. There you go. They're beautiful. They're just, there's, oh, it's beautiful. Okay. So I read Her Beasts by Mandy Muse. I got from the author's agency, available on Kindle Limited. This is book three in the Belladonna and Her Beast series. This is a completed series. Um, if you're new here, I've only talked about them <clears throat> for months. I literally remember when you were like, oh, I'm reading this great arc. I really, like, I literally, like, not knowing, like, what. What was about to come. <laughs> literally, she's like, oh, my God, it's so, it was one of our, we were on a book club, and you're like, oh, everyone's like, oh, what, we go, it's like, what are we reading? She's like, oh, yeah. I'm reading this arc. It's like. Nicole's reading it right now. It's she's like a, reading Tortured Beast right now. Like, it's a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. And, like, she's so casual about it. And now it's, like, a my whole personality. personality trait. So, like. <laughs> No, it's like that TikTok so, sound. So this so is about I'm to become then literally personality for the rest of my life. So there so on Randy Muse's Facebook group page, her like person that runs it did this like, oh, you've been kidnapped, but they return you f- after two hours because you've talked about what? And I literally said this series or I had all the questions about like, are you gonna do this and this, this, this to me to me based off what I've already read in Mafia romances? <laughs> Because this literally is my whole personality. It literally is. But I've been talking about this dedication since like last month. But I just wanted to read it all out. It says, to finding your own fairy tale, whether it's in a man, a woman, multiple partners, by yourself, or three beasts in your dreams. Do what makes you happy and F the world. And it made you cry. It made me cry. Getting emotional again. Like, here we are. Um, Okay. So the tropes are... M-M-F-M-Y choose, primal, breeding kink, paranormal romance, forced proximity, enemies to lovers, touch her and die, found family, it's a retelling of Beauty and the Beast, um, or like a reimagined, a Beauty and the Beast, and multiple point of view. Five stars, five chili peppers, made me cry. No notes. No notes, like literally the best ending. Like I'm going to miss these guys these characters terribly um but i'm very excited to see what she happens does next. next yeah like ak landau is jumping into sports and i'm <clears throat> ecstatic you're, you're like i'm here for it i'm ecstatic i was wondering if you were gonna do that because <laughs> it was bothering me <laughs> um and the quote from hers her beast is each of them made my life but katrina or sorry katarina Katarina was the moonlight showing me the wor- the way. Okay, I'm going to start over. Each of them made my life, but Katarina, Katarina was the moonlight showing me the way home because I had been in the dark for too long. Oh, God, so like, good. No, like just the epilogue was perfect. Like 
just the end. I could not have imagined a better ending to the series. Well, like, that's, honestly. That's the way that you want to go out. Yes. And it just... <clears throat> just kiss. Um, okay, so the next one was A Love Like Venom by Annalie Genicola. Author's Agency. It's available on Kindle Unlimited. This is book one in a Vipers Motorcycle Club series. I'm in my motorcycle club era right now. That's I've got a few era going. I haven't. Charlotte asked when she can ride a motorcycle, and I oh, would, I love that for her. I go mm, no. <laughs> I go that's okay. I said no that's thinking. an Eloise thing. I said that's a five. You're five. <laughs> Here's the difference. Eloise is the one who, will, but Charlotte literally has is no holds barred on certain. She's like, I'm gonna do all of the things that I feel like I deserve to do I hope in my she does. life. I hope she does. You're like, I'll definitely let her do that. I'm, I don't know about all that, but you're, I'll stand there and go, yay! It's not going to be me. <laughs> not going to be me. I'll be the one covering Danielle's eyes. No, I won't. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, so the tropes for love like Venom, uh, motorcycle romance, emotional scar, childhood friends to hating each other to lovers. Bully revenge, tortured past, siblings ex, touch her and die, dual point of view, and please check trigger warnings. So, like, I, reading the Motorcycle Club um, book series by Mackenzie Fox. Yes. That is very, like, light. And that one is light? (laughs) I think so. It's lighter. Yeah, it's lighter than I think this is. But... So good. Five stars, four chili peppers. This book took me by surprise, honestly. And you know Kaniki from, yeah, from um, Greece. Greece? Yes. The guy on the cover, like, he gives me those vibes. Okay. The cool guy vibes. Yeah. Like. Devil May Care. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So, quote, maybe this is what the stars had planned for us all along. Maybe this is our fate. The both of us were born in tragedy. It would only be fitting for our deaths to be the same. That's very heavy. The book was heavy, but it was deliciously good. Deliciously good, you guys. Yes. Okay. So next one was Seeds of Malice by Maggie Cole. I got this from the author's agency. Book one in the Wilted Kingdom duet. Like I said earlier, I'm reading. Currently, I'm reading the second one in the duet. Um, The tropes. Bully romance dark romance college romance bully to lover forbidden love morally gray first love opposites attract good girl versus bad boy forced proximity taboo and dual point of view please check trigger warnings before you dive in to this series book all the things the author like she writes this like beautiful note in the beginning of the book about how like this is what to expect as triggers and if these aren't for you please do not continue on um and then she's like i really hope that you enjoy this book or don't it's up to you and like that's how she ends it it's really cute but um loved it four stars five chili peppers um in this book like i don't think i've ever disliked the male main character right off the bat really really and but like Two chapters later, be madly in love with him. Oh, 
So, so like, like explain that to me. Yeah. Like short-lived. So that's never like happened to me. So that was like different. And like this book like really shook me. I was very surprised on what happened and like mm-hmm. how it happened. And But you could tell like you're never going to pick this book up. So like you could tell. <laughs> you're like. It's not for Danielle. It's like not. I sometimes I try to find books that Danielle like I'm like girl you should read these. Yeah. But not all of those books that I read will be Danielle's fit. Yes. And that's fine. And that's why we We're love it here. We're here for it. Um, but you could really tell when he was playing the game and when he wasn't based off the way he was saying things. Interesting. It's too explicit to, like, say it on the well, pod. And that's and saying so, a like, lot. If I'm <laughs> not going to say, like, some of the things that he was saying. But I'll tell you off pod. But mm-hmm. if you were really that curious. But you could tell the difference and i think that's one of the reasons why like i hated him because like right off the bat he's playing the game so he the way he's like talking to her and the things that he's saying to her are so jarring oh like very unexpected yeah and even like it makes her a little uncomfortable until she gets kind of used to it um but then when he's talking to her you can tell when he's like, no, 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 I really love this girl. Mm-hmm. And you can really tell those things, like, even with his, like, internal thoughts that he's, like, okay. from his POV. The juxtaposition was just a lot. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay, so the quote, though, was, he kisses me with the same hunger I feel for him. I'm soon falling back into the web of everything Dax Carrington. And that is all the arcs for this month. Um, so I hope you liked those or want to know more. Or you can always check out the notes. The notes on or my reviews, my physical yes. reviews that have my all my thoughts, the blurbs, all the things. All the things. Um, on my Instagram page at Sisters Who Book. Yes. Um, real quick. Yeah. We can we can talk we can touch on <laughs> the novellas because I feel yes, like Yes, please. Um this is the time. Um, oh, and um, singing novellas. I started the Jacksonville Rays series, pucking <laughs> around. So I read the novella for oh, that. Yes, um, that was exciting. That one night by Emily Rath, loved it. Loved. I can't wait to talk about pucking around <laughs> with you. That's the next for episode. the next episode. Um, <clears throat> I just wanted so, to like. No, I really do love that novella. Speaking of novellas, I really do love yes. that one. Um, so if you've been seeing all over book talk or on bookstagram or on Amazon, they're pushing these six novellas called, (laughs) called the improbable meet cute. And it's six romance authors, um, who have all written like a separate novella. They're not interconnected by any means. Um, but I read them all for, for specifically for the purpose of rating them because I feel like even with novellas I can't rate novellas the same thing as I read rate normal books because no, I feel like novellas you have to rate for what they are exactly because so, they're maybe 150 pages a hunt maybe 120 no these were there there wasn't one over 100 oh, like, okay. okay so these are very so you're easy. looking at like 100 less and they're palate cleansers to Absolutely. say the very to say the very least these are palate cleansers and 
you have to take them for what they are. Um, but if you are looking for little Valentines, because they're all Valentine's Day themed. Um, oh, love. Which is super cute. Um, we're looking at Christina Lauren, Abby Jimenez, Sally Thorne, uh, Jasmine Guillory. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Ashley Poston and Soraya Wilson. So I have read four of those authors, Christina Lauren, Abby Jimenez, Sally Thorne, and Ashley Poston did not I've heard of the other two authors. I've never read anything by them. So the thoughts that I have um, are specifically based on these novellas. And it does not reflect necessarily their writing as a whole because I believe that they're obviously popular authors for a reason because people do enjoy their books. So if we were going to – I'm going to rank them in terms of like yes, no, whatever. But like in the rankings of what I believe that they should be, you know – taken as so my favorite one um was abby jimenez the worst wingman ever um and like i said they're all valentine's day themed um dual pov fun side characters um letters which is very abby jimenez if you've ever read any of her books she's very like loves to like tell romance stories through letters and i really love that um i rated that one four and a half stars that's like my top one that i think that like was worth reading i think that was like 105 pages or something it was not very long literally um the second one that i ranked as again four and a half stars i just liked it just a smidge less because i it was not um dual pov or well it was technically dual pov um and it was christina lauren's the exception to the rule and it was told mostly through emails (laughs) which is like very um I used to love reading um books in like middle school and high school that were like told through emails like it was like very fun for me um emails are dual POV um thinking about emails it brings me the romance piece or like the like the banter that's fun and lively happens always through text message and or emails and it brings me back to Fifty Shades of Grey and I love and it. It was. It's it one was, of my favorite things about that book. I, the banter was A plus between the emails. And it was like, basically the book started with um, their improbable meet cute, which <laughs> Amber's, <laughs> my voice moment to Amber, Amber yesterday was me saying, why are these all, like, why are they all meeting in like the weirdest ways? And it was literally the series is called the improbable meet cute. So, so she sends this voice note to tell me, she's like, I'm probably going to talk about this on the pod, but I really want to share with you first is that I'm reading these novellas that are just like, all of them are just like insane meet cute situations. And then not me realizing that it literally is written in the title of these novellas is the improbable meet cute. And I was Mm -hmm. like, please share with the class. Please share with the class. Because it's so, I'm like sitting there, I'm like, oh, these are so insane. Like, but again, this one basically starts with, and it happens the first time, is the guy sends an email thinking it's to his teacher in high school when it's actually to another student. And so then it was on Valentine's Day. Oh and gosh. so th- it's it takes place from Valentine's Day 2014. And so it like goes through every year. And I just love that. The banter was amazing. I loved their, like it was kicking your legs cute. Like you just like really just like, enjoyed their. I love that. And I like loved the twist. There was a cute little Those twist in there. Those are like right up your alley. No, loved. <laughs> um, so the the next one is um that i would rank as third was ashley poston's uh with any luck um basically unlucky in love bachelor bachelorette party um it was 
a ma- a maid of how do I say this? A best man, which was a, the girl, and a man of honor, which was the guy. And so it was like their like development. Yes. Okay. And so it's like good luck, Chuck. There's lots of like pop culture references. Yeah. It was spicy, just a smidge. Um, past and present POV. Um, like going back like the night before, like hangover vibes. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I think I rated it maybe like four stars i didn't put the rating on here but i think it was like four i would say i would say it's like th- four stars it was solid it was a good one i enjoyed it again these were short though i think that was, so was like 70 pages um the next one the next one was called royal valentine um like i said i had not i had not no next one was not royal valentine that i ranked um next one was sally thorne's rosie and the dreamboat and sally thorne is known for the hating game um Oof. so excellent movie Terrible it was <laughs> Ex- exactly what i was gonna say um single pov sisters go to a spa on valentine's day and uh rosie gets locked in the float tank um and has a romance with the firefighter trying to get her out <laughs> swear to god swear to god could not that is could fantastic not. and so it's very odd it was just a very odd like whole thing because their banter is like happening while he's like sitting outside the float tank where she's like locked in it it's like it's like a whole thing um i rated it three and a half stars it's like again these are where now we start to get into like is it really worth it no it was like 40 pages long it was i mean if you're like really like looking for something to add to your like i think they're just like fun like no they're supposed to be fun but yeah yeah the next one was i love it called Royal Valentine um, by Soraya Wilson. Um, very like Princess Switch, uh, Lizzie McGuire vibes um, in Rome. She's a princess. She accidentally drugs herself, falls asleep on the Spanish what? steps. It's, it, I'm telling you, they're insane. They're insane. Accidentally drugs She like herself? takes all this like sleep, these sleeping pills. And so this guy like finds her on the like Spanish steps and like takes her home because he's like very like, he's like concerned like that she's like, gonna get like kidnapped or whatever she thinks she's gonna kidnap i was bored it was i think the longest one i was just bored throughout the thing and i was kind of like not really rooting for them um it was predictable um also is the second male main character within the three in the sixth series it's named callum which is such an odd name so like i don't know if they didn't like consult with each other about the names that they were going to use on these books because it's like very weird that it's the second male main character named callum so that was just an odd an odd little thing um I would say three stars, not not anything to write. Like if you love like the like princess like like kind of like vibes, royal vibe. It was it was cute. It was it was fine, but like just boring for me because it's just not my vibe. Um, the final one, <clears throat> um, drop cover and hold on by Jasmine Guillory. I've never read her before. I've heard a lot of people really love her. Um, Grumpy Sunshine, very cringy, very. <laughs> Um, there was an earthquake. There was just a, there was a lot of um, there was like you almost felt like the romance was between. So it was like um, a girl and like a baker, and you almost felt like the romance was more between like her and the food he baked than him. And it was like, <laughs> it was like the text. I only love you because of your food. It was very weird. It's very insta love. Obviously, it was like forty pages long. There was like. I don't know. It was very cringy. The text was very cringy. I really hope the rest of her books aren't like this because there was just a lot of things. I was just like, I think that maybe you should pick one of them up and let us know. Because on, I mean, honestly, because I really like two and a half stars. Maybe it was like very. Well, I mean, again, no. with novellas, you're you're 
you're not rating it like a typical no but i'm telling you you're rating it for what it is that one had that one had some spice in it and it was very like unhinged like it just came out of nowhere um so yeah i would would i i would recommend the first three for sure i think they were fun if you need palette cleansers you want something fun to pick up like add to your reading count like totally would recommend um and they were the three, honestly, that I would have expected because they're three authors that I love. So I would have expected to enjoy their little like fun, like quips and banter and like whatever. It was fun. Um, other three I would not recommend. But like, again, might might be your taste. I don't know. If you want to, I would, I don't think you, you don't need to read them all. Like, it's not like they're like interconnected by any means, but um, they were fun. I, I just wanted to do that for the pod and like. I mean, I wasn't, I was doing it more for Thank you for doing it for the pod. For the pod. Um, Yeah, so it was just very weird. But again, they're called the Improbable Meet Cute. So just know going into it, like the ways that these people are meeting is very, very bizarre. And you love a Meet Cute. Like I love a Meet Cute. I love love a a Meet Cute. Yeah, the first Meet Cute, the one, the Abby Jimenez one, which I love the most, um, she met him because he was putting a note on his brother's girlfriend's car for Valentine's Day with a sex coupon. And he put it on the wrong girl's car. And so then it like starts these letters like of her, him having to go back and find this car. And like, it was cute. I really enjoyed that one, but I also like really enjoy, enjoy Abby Jimenez as a writer. And I love that she included the letter aspect, which she typically does in her books, which I just love. Again, the emails, yeah. the letter, like I just love, like the, I love a little writing situation. I love but, that. But again, like you said, it's like a 56 gray kind of vibe. I yeah. Mean, I love that. We love that. Like, it's amazing. So um, I have a hot take, though. I want to, yes. I want to talk about something that I forgot to talk about last time because we were talking about book merchandise. Yes. Um, so because now I'm on this, like, clear case Kindle. Sticker now I journey. Now I have stickers, yeah. all the things. My only permanent sticker is our Tropes and Tantrums sticker. Yeah. I took it off and stuck that sucker on there. Um, my only gripe is I mean and I can't maybe I am the only person in the world who doesn't drink coffee. You are. Um <laughs> I think you are, but that's fine. But like why does everything have to go with coffee? Like why can't I go with like your emotional support water? So I actually or a McDonald's <clears throat> crisp Coke. So I have um one of my stickers actually has a Stanley um a coke and then like something like a mug or something and it literally says like thirsty bitch and like so it doesn't have like there's no coffee on that one but there are i think they are they do exist they're just not as plentiful i need them to be plentiful or just may i'll make them myself and i'll you just just order them literally i'm so i'm dead serious i can literally order them we can just design the ones we want but i just like i was think, thinking about that because now like i'm on this like I'm looking at new stickers and things like that. And and stickers are other, not cheap. No. <laughs> um, and or like other things. I'm like, oh, but I don't drink coffee. Like yeah. I drink a McDonald's crisp Coke as or a water. One, as everyone. Oh, I leave here every Sunday and go get a McDonald's Coke. <clears throat> there is nothing, no. I'm not. I'm not there even joking. Is nothing like the way that a McDonald's crisp coke hits like when you're like oh my god this was it yeah no when you take that and you, that first sip sip and it's like oh and you like feel it running through your veins and you're like mm-hmm. oh my day it's just true. got 10 times better it's true so yesterday alex finished with my sister's car and she was like finishing getting ready for work 
and he's like hey i'm gonna you know drive your car around the block and he's yeah. like actually you know what i'm gonna take it to the gas station because i'm gonna yeah. i have to get something yeah. at the gas station so he my sister was like okay whatever that's fine he was like do you guys want anything and my sister was like well do you mind grabbing me a dr pepper and she, he was like of course not and i was like oh will you grab me a coke and he's like so i'm also going by mcdonald's and i was like if that's what your heart tells you to do, yes. And he's like, but every time I go get you a gas station Coke, you, like, hate it. And I was like, okay, but mm. if your heart tells you that maybe you should go to McDonald's and get that, that Coke, maybe. then maybe you should. There's no. He goes, we'll see. And I said, okay. okay so you're I fully expected to come, him walk through the door with a McDonald's crisp Coke. And he did not? No, I was shocked no. that he did not. Oh my god! So I drank janky gas gas Terrible. station Coke that tasted like garbage. Every it's garbage. Time, literally every time I took a sip, I was like, "Oh!" But I just wanted to prove to him that I would drink it, and I did. But it was rough. It was rough out there, guys. I'm telling you. So I know that, like, whatever people think that this is like a myth. I fully will die on this hill. The McDonald's Coke is not the same. No, it's, it's not. It comes from a. It comes from an actual cake. There's a special formula that only McDonald's has. With Facts. the syrup recipe is very different. Facts. The one, my one gripe about McDonald's Coke, one gripe, and it has nothing to do with the actual Coke itself. Oh, the cup. I want the styrofoam cup of like Chick Fil A or Sonic. Yes. I want that at McDonald's. I don't know if it's more expensive, and that's why they don't do it. I don't give a shit. I want it just for the Coke. I don't care if you give it to anybody else. If you no. order a McDonald's Coke, you're getting a styrofoam cup. That's how the that's because what the rule should be. I want it to last, and longer. it should come and with I a don't medium want it, fry. And I always <laughs> and I don't because I don't want it to get the condensation on the outside. I don't want it. And I, I want, want it, it all day. I literally, it makes me sad. So I, I want it to last me all day. Yeah. I yeah no like 100%. a like Coke from Sonic. Granted, it doesn't hit the same. No, it doesn't. But, but it I will... only get cherry Coke from Sonic because Ooh, that's a good one. And um, I only will drink cherry Coke from Sonic because of the syrup and the. You know what's good with a cherry Coke? A Jimmy John sandwich. Oh, I don't like sandwiches. Oh, I don't like sandwiches at all. <laughs> what? I don't think I've like ever eaten a sandwich in my life. Not even like a peanut butter and jelly. No, I knew that's where you were going to go with that. Absolutely not. No. No grilled cheese. Nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. I don't. I, Stop it. A I BLT? Never. I don't like bacon, tomato, or lettuce. So like, <laughs> what, what would you think I would want them all stacked up? I literally don't. I, I am the pickiest eater you will ever meet. No, you've never met Dallas. No. I promise. <laughs> okay, sorry. Well, you've never eaten with Dallas. That's okay. Dallas. Dallas just actually started Snaps for Dallas. He will eat a cheeseburger. But I've never, I don't like cheeseburgers, so I will not eat a cheeseburger. So here's the thing. Dallas is also four. <laughs> I am 32. So that's where, like, I have a little bit on Dallas just based on that effect alone. That is insane. I didn't actually, I didn't eat my first cheeseburger until I was 17. I And that was because the doctor was like, either you step up your protein game and gain some weight or you are going to be lost in a world of athletes that you don't will no longer be a part of because you will make your body sick. I 
will not start on the podcast about all the things I will not eat because the list is sincerely too long. Um, but I would sh- I would shock you. I would shock you at the things that I do not eat. Like literally hardly That's anything. That's crazy. Like I like people are like, oh my God, like I loved no. I don't love trying new things. I don't like I will stick with the things that I love and I'm solid with it. I've lived my I, whole life. I can be like that too. I would live my whole life. I would live my whole life that way. And I'm fine with it. I'm like really solid with it. And people like are really like I think it like really disturbs other people more than it like I'm like I live my whole life like this. I have I have one child who's a picky eater. Charlotte is Charlotte is textbook me. And that is like I'm like I'm not gonna make you feel guilty about oh, no, the way no, no, that you no, 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 no. feel like the way you eat because people make me feel like shit all the time and they're like oh my god like I'm like shut up it's not your body like if you're if, like I'm fine but like chill if your- you're fine like and if there's no concern like with oh, a doctor no. or anything no. girl do you but like and I have like I said I have Charlotte who eats the same way I eat whatever and it really again bothers people again I who I cares can't, I can't they care. eat. Eloise, who eats anything and everything for literally is like 20 pounds and literally just like eats food like nobody's business. And like that's just, Charlie. She just, and like it's fine. And I like, I'm not, I'm, they we were raised, a rocky point and Charlie's picking out raw onion out of the pico de gallo. No, literally, she, like literally, Eloise is just like, she also, Eloise does eat the, the raw um, tomato, like tomatoes out of salsa and she also like will eat just like lettuce like pieces of lettuce from people's salads like it's just like very bizarre but like here's the thing not gonna say anything she did raised by the same same humans come from the same humans just completely different people that's like when people i'll be like oh dallas is being funny again and he's sleeping on his floor they're like shouldn't he be in his bed it's like he's asleep i'm not touching him no i don't care where the kid sleeps as long as he's asleep in his room not mine when you are parents you take your wins. You take your wins. And there are take certain your things wins. You, there are certain things you will fight for and most things you will not. Because honestly, they're either number one gonna grow out of it or they just, like, just don't even care. No, they'll grow out of it eventually. Or they or you just you live just with stop it. Caring. And yeah, like it's, it's just fine. like it is what it is. As long as they're fueling their body the way that they need it, then that's fine. And, and I hope I didn't make you feel bad about being a picky eater. Oh like God, I feel stop. terrible now. No. Okay. No, okay. I'm talking about people. Please, please like, tell no. me if I do. There was, I will tell this story one time because it really, it really like fires me up. So I got a lot of shit when I was pregnant with Char um, because I eat the way I do. And I had very hard pregnancies both times where I couldn't keep food down because I was so sick. So with Char, I had finally turned the corner at around 20 weeks where I could start like eating food. Like, and I'm not, ta- I'm like, I was living off of like, I'm talking Eggo waffles and like. Oh, was- when I was pregnant with Dallas, I ate a whole box of Eggo waffles in a day. And Alex was like, that's disgusting. No. And it's you, literally. I can't eat an Eggo waffle now to save my life. I, I can't. don't know. And there are certain things. It's very funny because certain things I like TV shows, um, music make me nauseous because that's wild because i was so like this is i was just talking to my cousin the other day because when i was pregnant with eloise which i was sick from four weeks yeah until literally throwing up in labor um and it was during 2020 so i was literally guys crushing games 
How, did, did I tell you that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh my God. I was like, is that like a universal experience? I was like, did I? Like, I know we have no, a lot of things in common, but like. You told me that. You okay, told me that no, before. But I, because that the other I always think it's funny when, because Dallas loves guys grocery games. So we watch it religiously. Like we record I, I it for every Wednesday. I can't. And the other day he was like, I'm going to have lunch now. And I was like, okay, what do you want for lunch? And he was like, I don't know, but I'm also going to watch guys grocery games. And in my head, I was laughing because i was like danielle would not like that like i don't know I why that popped so in my head that way but i was like danielle would be like no we're not watching no that. i literally and there was um like i said during 2020 i was watching that religiously at my mom's house because i was like that was where because she you was watching go. she was watching yeah. char and um she also had trader joe's fried rice in the freezer and so i was thinking like i felt good one day and so i made it so she like made it for me because i was like yeah okay, i think i could have it no so no more fried rice i opened her fridge her freezer this past weekend open the, and there's the trader joe's fried rice in the like frozen instant um, me, i'm like uh, <laughs> i'm like oh my god oh my god and i like i literally had to close it i was like i can't, I can't. I was like i can't look at it but like that's like how visceral like that's certain crazy. things it's so um reputation new year's day the song i can't listen to it because it makes me nauseous because i was pregnant with char when reputation was on repeat yeah and new year's day is one of the songs i cannot listen to it I you were pregnant with char when you went to reputation tour correct yes so i like it makes me nauseous but so when i'm saying when i was pregnant with char i had finally around 20 weeks taken the turn to like where i could like actually start eating food and i was going to nashville for a work trip so Nashville, very different climate than Arizona. <laughs> um, so the I humidity got very, and I was so tiny because I had lost weight. I lost like 12 pounds. So like, I wasn't like, I didn't have like a bump by any stretch of the imagination. But when I was there, I got really swollen because like the humidity like really yeah. with my body. So we were in the airport. Mark my word. We were in the airport coming home. And I was, at this point, I was, like, ready to be home because I was just tired. Like, I had gotten swollen. I just was, I was over Trips it. like that can be rough Well, and I was, and I was sitting in conferences for, like, eight hours a day. Like, sitting. And so, like, I was, like, having to get up a lot. Like, it was just a yeah. lot of my body. So, I had, because it was, I wasn't working for, like, a good stretch of time before that because I couldn't go to work because I'd be so sick. Yeah. Um. So, I go on this trip, whatever. And so, I'm in the, um... I'm in the airport, in the Nashville airport, and they have Burger King in the airport. And I live for a Burger King onion ring. Girl. Amazing. Life-changing. Don't like their Coke. Literally no, at all. It tastes disgusting. weird as shit. Um, but a Burger King onion ring, yes. I will doubt. So I was like, okay, like I really, like, I need this onion ring. So I, so everybody I was traveling with was in the bar, in, like, an airport bar, whatever, drinking. Obviously, I cannot drink, so I'm going to Burger King. Yeah. So I come back with my Burger King bag. I'm like snacking on my, got my Coke, got me snacking on my um, whatever. And so the people I was with were giving me shit and they're like, that's like really like bad. For, like you shouldn't be like having stuff like that. Like when you're pregnant, like it's like really bad for your baby. And I'm like. Mind your business. <laughs> so I'm, I'm upset. Cause like, like I said, I was ready to go home. I'd been there for like five or six days. Yeah. I'm in the airport. I'm like finally like eating food. Cause this was like the first trip. Like I was actually like, trying to like eat food. And I was very, like, very triggered by the whole experience. Because then the bartender, this, like, college girl, like, 19, 20 years old, like, was like, I have a problem, like, eating healthy, too. Like, you should really try and, like, 
get better about it. Like you don't have to like just like get fast food. She says it's a random fucking girl. And I'm like, mind your business. I'm like, so I'm like, I'm literally pregnant and I haven't eaten like really like a lot of food. Yeah. And, the, and I'm like, you have not a single idea. And I like lost it on this girl. And like I, and like for me to lose it on anyone is is pretty a pretty big deal. Yeah, and but when you're talking to a pregnant woman and one, you might food. not know they're pregnant and talking to them about food. No, 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 no. Food is the only time I ever like cried when I was pregnant with Char. I was like always triggered by food. I literally threw the bag out and I like called Vance and like was crying on the phone. Ugh. Like because I was so I was so upset and just like ready to go home because I was like I'm s- pregnant. I wanted these onion rings and I threw the yeah. onion rings out because now these people made me feel bad. Like a bunch of people made me feel bad. I felt like absolute shit and I like was like I just I and I remember I was texting him in the line to board and I was like I just need to be home. I said I'm so sick of being Please here. Please give me onion rings. Literally <laughs> like when I see you if you do not have onion rings I will die. And don't um, judge me. No, but literally it's it's just wild. So it's like that's the, crazy. it's stuff like that that like that's what triggers me. It's more it's less that people like have the opinion. It's more that people are like shocked by it is like totally fine, but it's the way that I'm like just people shut up. Yeah. Like shut up. Like it's none of your it's, business. It's like, not I'm, your business. It's not your I'm literally fine. It's the same thing with the McDonald's thing, though. But people are like, oh, my God, you eat dream. Shut up. You don't know You are an embarrassing person. Like, if you do not understand the joy that a McDonald's Krispy Coke brings someone, then you're sad. Oh, my God. Like, through your veins. Amazing. So, I, when I, there was a point in my pregnancy with Dallas. This one from Books to Pregnancy, and I love it. Um, There's a point in my pregnancy with Dallas where I got an aversion to bread. Oh, my God. But I wanted a peanut butter and jelly. So you know what I put it on? A tortilla. Uh, and I, mean, I made a peanut butter and jelly quesadilla. And I, I mean, thought it was the best thing I've ever done in my whole life. I had that thing. Like, like, and I was eating it. And Alex was like, that's, what? And I was like, don't ask questions. I don't have answers to. No. But my other thing I loved was um, Top Ramen. When I was like sick all the yeah. time. Top Ramen. Um, a grilled cheese and a side of ranch. You're like, this is this And is just peak. my sandwich and the... And he's like, that's disgusting. And I was like, mind your business. <laughs> mind I, your business. When, and now my son dips quesadillas in ranch or ketchup. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care. He's eating. I don't care. No. I don't care. No, you can't care. And I think that when you're pregnant, especially if you have any sort of aversions or like if you get not like... It's just, I think it's the wild. Like, there, like I said, there are things that trigger me more than food and it's and it's like just the space that i was in mentally i think yeah. triggers me way more just like the the guys grocery games in when it was when i was pregnant with charlotte like i said it's new year's day on reputation not the rest of reputation only new year's day that still makes me nauseous so i'm really like i'm really praying that we get that we get the re-record really soon so that maybe we can like reverse that and then i can listen to the re-record and it's like a different it sounds different and it like doesn't fuck with my brain Absolutely. because i literally used to walk in my house there was um when I was pregnant with Shar, there was a Glade plug-in that I guess had been plugged in from I don't know when. And I would walk in the house which, when I was pregnant with Charlotte and immediately have to run through the house because the smell would immediately make me want to throw up. And it was so bad. And Vance could never smell it. And he never knew. He was like, you're an ins- <gasps> This was- is insane. So when I was pregnant with Dallas, it was the same day we were going to be telling, like, his parent, his yeah, mom yeah. and stepdad yeah. that we were pregnant. We went to the football game at Hamilton because mm-hmm. his little sister was like doing like the, the little cheer, the, the little yeah. husky thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so we went to that. Sweating. Sweating. Uncomfortable. Crammed into the stands yeah. at the football game. I'm like popping peppermint and ginger. Yeah, trying like, not I'm to trying. throw up. Yeah. We go to dinner at like... It's one of like the the hamburger places like kind of down the street more towards yeah, Chandler yeah. Heights. And so we go to dinner. We're sitting there. We're having dinner. No big deal. I'm not feeling nauseous. Nothing. Then somebody like walks by and I was like, ugh. You're like. And my, and my mother-in-law sitting across from me goes, what's wrong? And I was like, somebody did not put deodorant on. Like that was awful. Like someone has really bad yeah. BO. And she was like, oh, I didn't smell it. And I was like, well, you're lucky. Maybe it was just over on this side of the table. Didn't think anything of it, right? We get to her house. We're, you know, we're sitting there. And Alex are like, okay, we have something to tell you, blah, blah, blah. We hand her the gift. She opens it. It's a bunch of onesies, whatever, yeah, and a pregnancy yeah. test. And I'm glad, that's that we, how, I'm glad that we all did that the yeah. same way. I'm glad yeah. that we all were, we were, I'm glad <laughs> no. that in that time so frame we were all very she creative. Was, she was, like, crying, and it was, like, a whole thing. Yeah. And then she was like, wait, that's why you could smell you it, and I, I couldn't. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about it. So when you were like, you could smell it, but Vans couldn't. That's why. But then I had the opposite happen with my mom. I gave, We did the whole same thing with my parents. Yeah. My parents were like, okay, we knew. And I was like, what do you mean you knew? My mom's like, it was written all over your face when you came home from Kansas you're from like, your trip. You're we like, knew you were pregnant. We're like, what? She's like, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll know one day. Like, that's no. insane. No, I, it's very funny because now I feel like, and I know that this isn't like true, like across the board. And I don't know if you're, you're going to say it's yes, but like. Watch me say yes. No, I know. <laughs> Before friends tell me that they're pregnant, I will know. <gasps> My friend Ashley is like that. I will know. Like, I'm like, I, she I just She knew I was it. pregnant with Charlie when I was hiding it. We all went to dinner. We tried to get like, it's a group of girls that I'm in a book club with, actually. Um. Before we started our book club, we were all coworkers. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. That's we would right. just go to like dinners and brunches yeah. and things like that. But it got to anyway. So one of the times we went, we went to oh gosh, it's out in Scottsdale. It's like nautical theme. I have no idea. I can't even think of the name of the restaurant right now. But we all went. I had just found out that I was pregnant with Charlie. And I was kind of like in that bloated but still – but I was actually kind of showing. Yeah. Because that was my second. second. And it was yeah. like I was showing And when you have thing. pregnancies close together, I feel like it happens a lot faster. Faster. Yeah. yeah. So I was in like this like dress, but it was like sat weird. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. you didn't really know. But like yeah. – you know well we were standing there waiting for everybody else and she just goes can i ask you something and i was like of course you can and i'm the oldest person in our group of friends like yeah. that group of friends yeah. like i'm the oldest out of all of them they're all like in their late 20s and yeah. <laughs> like yeah mid 20s kind of thing and we're standing there, and she's like can i ask you something i was like yeah of course and she goes um are you pregnant and i go yeah shut your mouth and you're like, <laughs> i was like yeah don't tell anybody that is so I was like, funny. "How did you know that?" She's like, "I could just, I could see it on you that you're pregnant." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" No, literally, one of my best friends um, before she was pregnant with her first, we had gone to, we had gone to, um, what's it called? We had gone. It was like right around Christmas, and we had gone to like exchange gifts and whatever <laughs> at Starbucks. And I was like, "She's like definitely pregnant." But like, you can't like I like you don't ask you don't ask like when you're like i think when you reach a certain age like you just like can't like it's like you just feel weird asking because you're like what if like whatever mm -hmm. and i was like 
she's like definitely pregnant. Like she's like, I just, I don't know. Like I just feel it. Yeah. And um, then she told me like two weeks later, cause I was like, and she was, I was like, I knew. And she was like, I hadn't even taken a test yet. She goes, I took a test two days later. I said, I swear to you, I just knew. And like, I just feel like, at, like when you're around people, like, cause even my cousin, it just happened. Um, we were together and she was like a little bit off. And I was like, I was like, I think she's pregnant. And, but like, she was like, we're not like, she was like in that, like, we're not trying yet, like, but we're gonna try. And like, you, you just kind of like, you just yeah. kind of have feeling. And I just feel like that's such a, like. I think once you, sometimes people just like have that yeah, yeah, yeah. gift, yeah. right? Like yeah. to know no. that like, they look yeah. at you and you're like, mm, there's an aura about you yeah. that like there's something pregnant. Small. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like after like <clears throat> you've been pregnant and you kind yeah. of like know like body signs and like yeah. things like that, you start – you can like kind of see it on people. Yeah. Even like online, you can start to see it on people. Like you're just like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, she's pregnant. Or like they haven't like posted in a really long time and you're like, oh, you're definitely yeah, pregnant because yeah. you're like tired as fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we and get it. so you like literally can't get online. Um, no, 100%. I think it's just a thing. And it's like – That's crazy. No, but I, yeah. I, this – this really went off the rails. That's fine. <laughs> this I mean, is our MO, but I love it. It's so good. No, but 100%. It's yeah. like just a thing. And then, yeah. Oh. All right. Well, that is it. Also, we have decided. Joint decided. Yeah, decide. joint decided that we are not going to be buddy reading this month. So we apologize if you always look forward to those things. This month we are not. We will find something to talk about for a third episode. I, prom- I promise. We, we promise. Like, that's life. Like, we just will. Um, we, yeah, it just, after, like, the whole DNF thing, like, we're just going to kind of, like, just, regroup, yeah. um, figure out what, we what we're, we're going to do. We are going to stick with our March plan. If you've listened to uh, December episode like this january episodes then you know that we are going to do the march thing i have an idea we could take the book club book that we're reading for our book club and talk about that since we're both reading it anyway we could let's do that yeah what are we reading um a love letter to whiskey oh yeah yeah, candy center yeah so if you want to read a love letter to whiskey in the month of February, we will talk. We'll talk about that in March because yeah, gonna we'll talk it about it. Yeah, because we're both gonna we're both reading it anyway, and yeah, we're both we'll talk probably about. Gonna I think love it. I think <laughs> I think that we should talk about it. And I think that's both, a great idea. I was there you go. About it. Now, if you're buddy reading, now you're reading the <laughs> book club. Congratulations! If you well, made it this far in the episode, welcome also. to the book club. But like, don't tell France. Don't tell France, and you can't actually come on the zooms so this Sorry. is like the zooms but that's, like not really because you're missing out on uh france's ipad going bananas and giving like us the z- thumbs up zooming and um weird shit no th- but i mean this is pretty much book club yeah i mean we could have nicole on it's true we can we'll figure it out yeah so yeah then if you are going to if you want a buddy read we are going to be read Le- love letters to whiskey by kenny steiner which i'm very excited about i, I have read her too. stuff before and i love it i have not but i'm excited i read the blind I- side I've heard amazing things about this book, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. So thank you for listening. This was unhinged, we as always. We did get books all the way through we did. up until like an hour. So You know what? You got what you came for. You did. And more. And more. But please follow us on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, like and subscribe. If you're not following us on Instagram, we are at, at Tropes and Tantrums. Um, please follow and you can keep up with our current, current reads. reads yep 
Um, and we hope you have a great February and we will talk soon. Happy reading. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Tropes and Tantrums. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram. And don't forget, happy reading.